You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, August 11th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. In the south, fires continue to blaze after incendiary balloons launched by the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip set fields alight near Kibbutz Or Haner and Erez. Suspicious objects attached to balloons also landed in Ofakim and in the cemetery of Beersheva. Police bomb disposal experts arrived at the scene and prevented any danger. No injuries or damage was caused. Police have once again called upon the public to notify them when spotting any suspicious object. The Defense Ministry announced that it was shutting the Karim Shalom crossing of goods into and out of the Hamas-controlled Gaza Strip. Karim Shalom crossing will be closed to all traffic except humanitarian equipment and fuel from today, Kogat, the Defense Ministry unit that oversees the crossing, said in a statement. Palestinian analysts say the fire from Gaza often aims to pressure Israel to give the green light for the transfer of Qatari financial aid into the Strip. The coronavirus pandemic. According to the health ministry data, seven people died overnight from the coronavirus complications, bringing to the total number of deaths in Israel since the start of the outbreak to 619 people. More than 1,600 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed yesterday. The number of those in serious condition has reached 381. Well, the world is feverishly looking for a vaccine against the coronavirus, and Russia has just announced it has one. Russian President Vladimir Putin said his own daughter has been inoculated with the new vaccine, and it is working. From October, he said, there will be a massive vaccination of the population of Russia. Psychiatric hospitals across the country are to go on strike for three hours tomorrow after a nurse was assaulted at the Lev Hasharon Hospital. One of the patients there threw a heavy object on him and severely beat him. The Union of Nurses said that the health ministry could have prevented these sorts of violent acts had it stationed guards at all the clinics as it had promised it would do. In the West Bank, security forces have demolished a residential home made of bricks and a water well in the village of Farasin, west of Jenin. Israeli forces raided the town almost 10 days ago and distributed around 36 demolition notices against the entire village's homes, structures, and water wells. The village has a population of almost 200, but received a demolition warning from the Israel Civil Administration, claiming that the Palestinians do not have the Israeli-needed permissions in Area C. Iran says it has sentenced two men to 10 years in prison for spying on the Islamic Republic for Britain, Germany, and Israel. It has also said that five more people have been arrested on suspicion of spying for alleged espionage in the foreign defense and industry ministries, companies working in the energy industry and Iran's atomic agency. Israel's foreign ministry summoned the Belgian ambassador yesterday to protest the country's support to NGOs looking to counter pro-Israel voices. According to the Jerusalem Post, Anna Azarai, the deputy director general for Europe of the foreign ministry, said that Belgium's actions give legitimacy to anti-Israel activism. Azarai told the Belgian envoy that Israel takes the matter very seriously and that Brussels is harming their prospects of Israeli-Palestinian reconciliation. Tragedy at a vacation cabin, an 18-month-old baby boy choked on an object on Moshav's Dot Micha near Beit Shemesh. The toddler was airlifted to Hadassah and Karim Hospital and is in critical condition. British Airways resumed flights between London Heathrow and Tel Aviv's Ben-Gurion Airport today. The UK carrier is offering three weekly flights in each direction on Sundays, Mondays and Thursdays. 
Foreign passport holders are still barred from entering Israel, and Israelis traveling abroad must undergo a 14-day self-isolation upon their return. Demand on the London-Tel Aviv route is still very limited, with EasyJet and Wizir both offering flights between London, Luton, and Tel Aviv. Israel's Air Force 2nd F-35I Adir Squadron was officially declared combat-ready this week, six months after it was opened. The 116th Lions of the South Squadron is based at the Nevatim Air Base, will now take part in all IAF operational activity. The Joint Strike Fighter, the JSF Squadron, is known as the Lions of the South and joins the 140th Squadron, known as the Golden Eagles, at the same base. The weather outlook, a slight rise in temperatures, mainly in the hilly regions. Maximum temperatures forecast for the main regions, Jerusalem 33, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 28, Tzvat 25, Tiberias 34, Beersheba 33, and in a lot going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for a one-hour news program.